where the news never stops. LBC News. An 11-year-old survivor of the mass shooting in the United States has been giving a graphic account of what she went through during the attack which left 19 of her classmates dead. Two teachers were also killed in Uvalde in Texas last month. Politicians are taking part in a lengthy hearing on gun violence in Washington right now. Let's head there now and join our correspondent, Simon Mars. What have we heard, Simon? Well, and it's been an extremely emotional, gripping morning of testimony up on Capitol Hill. I mean, this is the backdrop uh, to uh, what will be a vote in the House of Representatives on gun control proposals uh, that the Democrats are putting forward, and they include raising the age at which it is legal to buy an assault rifle from 18 to 21. That is the most dramatic uh, piece of uh, legislation that the Democrats are proposing. So that gives you an indication that this is a pretty limited package of gun c- gun control proposals, but it is what the Democrats think they can get through the House of Representatives. And then, of course, battle will be enjoined in the Senate to see whether it can secure the 60 of the 100 needed votes in order to pass to the president's desk and be signed into law. Let's listen to some of the testimony that we've heard this morning, starting with Roy Guerrero. Uh, He's a physician. He was on duty at Uvalde Memorial Hospital last month on the day that the mass shooting took place at Robb Elementary School, killing 19 children and two teachers. I was called here today as a witness, but I showed up because I am a doctor. Because how many years ago I swore an oath, an oath to do no harm. After witnessing firsthand the carnage in my hometown of Uvalde, to stay silent would have betrayed that oath. Inaction is harm. Passivity is harm. Delay is harm. So here I am, not to plead, not to beg or convince you of anything, but to do my job and hope that by doing so it inspires the members of this House to do theirs. Essentially saying that the Hippocratic Oath required him to be in Washington and to urge politicians to act. We then heard from 11-year-old Mia Cerillo, uh, who is one of the survivors of the uh, Uvalde attack, uh, the little girl who described to lawmakers on pre-recorded video testimony how she smeared the blood from one of her dead friends over her own body in order to play dead in what was ultimately a successful bid to avoid being killed herself by the gunman. He shot my friend that was next to me and I thought he was going to come back to the room so I grabbed the blood and put it all over me. Kimberly Rubio is the mother of one of the 10-year-old classmates of Mia Cerillo who was killed in last month's attack. She was flanked uh, by her husband, Felix, who was on the day of the attack an off-duty sheriff's officer in Uvalde. I'm a reporter, a student, a mom, a runner. I've read to my children since they were in the womb. My husband is a law enforcement officer, an Iraq war veteran. He loves fishing and our babies. Somewhere out there, there is a mom listening to our testimony, thinking I can't even imagine their pain, not knowing that our reality will one day be hers, unless we act now. 
A whole raft of voices urging Congress to act now, and they included Becky Pringle of the three million strong National Education Association, which counts millions of teachers among its members. Inaction equals acceptance of the unacceptable. And this crisis is worse in black and Latino communities where 78% of adults or their loved ones are victims of gun violence. The evidence is clear. Where there are more guns, more people are killed by guns. Every single day, the politicians who fail to take action ignore the majority of Americans who want stricter gun laws. You tell our children protecting them matters less than protecting the status quo. Now, this is the second consecutive day of uh, highly um, effective appearances by gun control advocates uh, here in Washington, D.C. Yesterday, uh, the White House press briefing was rather subsumed by the actor Matthew McConaughey, uh, who was born in Uvalde and who offered his own very emotional testimony to the White House press corps about what he had encountered when he visited the town shortly after last month's shooting. All of this, as I say, leading up to a vote in the House of Representatives on a package of measures that the Democrats believe they can get through. They've got a majority in the House of Representatives, so they should be able to do it. But it is not um, axiomatic that these proposals end up uh, being signed into law by President Biden, because the battle is on now in the Senate. And the White House will be hoping that this emotional testimony we've heard this morning, while it was taken by a House of Representatives committee is nonetheless echoing through the halls of the Senate as well and will move a sufficient number of senators to act and bring this legislation uh, to a uh, positive outcome from the White House perspective. But as we know from before, uh, pro-gun, gun rights uh, advocates here yes. remain extremely powerful and hostile to these moves. Did you see that really moving interview on Good Morning America today? Yes with Arnolfo Reyes from his hospital bed. This was the yes. teacher who survived. All 11 kids in his class were killed. He told them all to play dead. He was the only one that survived and actually called the police cowards. Yeah, I, I, and I mean, actually, Ian, I mean... As, An as, hour and as, 17 minutes. Uh, 77 minutes that gunman was in that classroom. And, you know, the difficulty with what occurred in Uvalde with regards to the police response mm. is that from a political perspective, it actually cuts both ways because uh, you have a community that, as we heard in that extraordinary interview, feels utterly betrayed and let down by the law enforcement community that was supposed to protect them. And so there are some voices uh, who say, well, it's going to be up to individual Americans to defend themselves because the police couldn't respond effectively on that occasion. And that's why you are seeing an uptick in some communities, particularly rural communities that are, you know, as Uvalde was, uh, a, a, an hour and change away from the nearest big city. So they were waiting for SWAT teams and other specialist officers to arrive. That's why in some of these communities you are seeing an uptick in Gun sales. That's tough with Matthew McConaughey. It still sort of haunts me when he, I don't want to get too graphic, when he talked about the, how, how big the, 
the hole is when it comes out of you, the bullet, well, and the, and the well, fact that that poor girl couldn't be identified apart from her shoes. DNA swabs having to be taken because the oh, exit wounds had obliterated the ability uh, of people immediately to recognise the survivors aged eight, nine, and ten. But look, you know, how many times have you and I been talking about incidents of mass gun violence in the United States? And I would remind people, Uvalde was the second deadliest school shooting in america the deadliest one was sandy hook uh 10 years ago and that gave rise to no meaningful action let's see if this is the moment when lawmakers are ready uh finally to get something done thank you as always that's simon marks with that very powerful report you're listening to lbc news it's exactly five to five <laughs>